Whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. And whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I'm joined once again by my good buddy, my friend, my pally from Brockville Center, New York, Frank Alasia. Frank, how's it going tonight? I'm doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. You know, back in December, we did a podcast called Being Catholic, uh, and we kind of defined what that meant. But we're going on a different angle in this one. We want to talk about what kind of Catholic am I? Because sadly, now within the church, we all know that there are more than apparently one kind of Catholic. Uh, there's two, at least, and or many more. And that's disordered so in some way. So let me start by asking you this. What kind of Catholic are you, Frank? I'm a Catholic who believes in the teachings of the church. And the, the kinds of Catholics, or the two kinds of Catholics really you're talking about, it, it's simple. It's those who believe in the teachings and the dogmas and those who don't. You have to understand the church is not a democracy or a dictatorship. It's a kingdom with Jesus as its head. You know, it's not a man-made religion. It comes from Christ. It was instituted by Christ. It's unfortunate, but Catholics, you know, no longer believe the teachings if they if they conflict with popular opinion. And, and I ask you, like, you know, is it is it that people's consciences are numb? Is it the fact that they're not taught right? Or they're just in the habit of doing what they're doing? What is it, Deacon? Yeah, it's all those things. And we know from back in our day, uh, take something like birth control from yesteryear. When that came out in Humanae Vitae, Paul VI, nobody read that encyclical. They just heard what the teaching was. They said, nah, it's not for me. It wasn't accepted by lots of people. It wasn't talked about or supported. And people began to believe, well, if they don't even talk about that anymore, they must have changed that or it went away. No, they never did change it. Another example is people will say, well, the teachings of the church, they're kind of amorphous. You know, they they change over time, right? So capital punishment, for example. Now, here again, the teaching is pretty clear if you if you read it and reflect on it. Um, exactly. That's so right. I they have people to begin, on. they begin to, you say conscience, they begin to rely on their conscience, but their conscience is flawed. Right. They're not, for, it's not formed in truth. And that's the problem. But if you just look into these teachings, they're beautiful teachings and they're flawless. But see, there's a difference between a person who says, you know, what I'm doing is wrong, but I'm trying to make it right, right? That's the sinner. That's all of us. But then is the person says, I, I know this is wrong, but you know what? I know, I know, I know the church is wrong and I'm right on this and I'm going to do it anyway. You know, they've committed two sins. They're disobedient and they're prideful. I know more than the church. But when someone, people don't look at it this way, but when they reject the teachings, mm -hmm. they're going up against the very God they claim to worship. Right. They don't understand. They have broken communion with Christ and its church. We say the creed every mass. Right. Every day. I believe in the holy Catholic and apostolic church. But what but they're re, what you're really saying is I believe, but not really. I believe, but not all of it. Right. And this is where dogma comes in. Dogma, as defined in the catechism, will light the path. It illuminates right. it. It makes it secure. 
But is this are these things debatable, Deacon? Is dogma debatable? That's you, you're using that about. word three times, dogma. And what I want to say to you is it's not that way with people. What happens is that they begin to slide and say, I'm gonna make up my own mind about this. Right. I'm not, I'm not I'm not even I'm not even really rejecting the church. I'm sort of adapting my mind and my conscience to my own way of thinking, which I feel is right. I feel better about the way I think now, and I'm going to rely on that. But here's the problem. You justify yourself when you do that, and you become, what, self-righteous. And when Jesus came, he said, I didn't come to call the righteous. I came to call sinners. I would rather count myself among the sinners who try to follow the teachings and fail and then try again than to be a person who says, yeah, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and rely on what I think is right. And here's another thing, too. People believe that they think that these are policies, you know, like government policies, like, okay, this is what the, uh, the, the decision, on, but it, it, it can be changed in a few years. If, if, if we, the voting might shift on that or support for this, might, that's not what's happening in the teachings of the church. Yeah, people hope, right? Like, I, oh, I hope the Pope does this. I hope the Pope, I hope the Pope changes that. Though there are, the dogmas don't change. Life is protected at all stages. The he doesn't have the authority to he change. He does the not teacher. have the authority to change a pro-life position or the same-sex marriage issue or women priests. He cannot change that. But what happens is a lot of dissenting Catholics have made another religion out of their own opinion. They don't even realize it. Right. They just justify themselves. Well, as I said, you can't you can't start your own Catholic religion. And I think what's happened. It's not I who changed the church. Right. It's the church that's supposed to change me. But a lot of people leave because they want something. They want a soft pillow to lay their head on. Right. They want they want a religion that fits them. And what ends up happening is Jesus becomes more like them than they become like Jesus. You don't fall into heaven. You climb there. I mean, you have a great example with the AA, you know, the AA. Um, well, the 12 steps is a yeah. sort of an example. You got to sort of follow, do all 12 and you'll be in good shape. But can you t just do nine of them and be OK, Frank? No, no. Like, once again, this is a man-made organization and it works. And those 12 steps have worked for over 100 years. So what's some, some kid going to come in there and say, hey, look, I don't like three or 40s. Let's change them. Why do they not change them? Because they work. No one's judging anybody, right? Nobody's forcing anybody to stay, right? No. I, in fact, no one said, if you don't follow these things, you're out. I, I, I know many friends who want you to them, come back. The bishop has not said, you got to leave now because you don't accept these things. No. What's happened is you've begun to move away from the teachings of the church. And some of my friends, Frank, have drifted so far out to sea that they don't right. even know where the mothership is located. By that, I mean, they're thinking that these things are going to change soon. <clears throat> that this policy will change soon, that, that Francis's open, loving attitude is going to mean he's going to change it, but he's not going to change the teachings of the church. I got bad like news you, for you. You had a good line. 30 years after you're dead. It's still going to be the teaching. still going to be the teaching. You know, but here's, a te here's the test, though, to, for my, my, my friends and my brothers and sisters who have found themselves in this location or need to check their location. Have you found yourself defending a teaching of the church or explaining something to a young person or anybody? about what the church teaches, because that's a good sign that you're sort of heading in, right. heading in the direction where I love these things and I want to share them with somebody else. If you right. love Jesus, you got to let somebody know about it, right? Exactly. And, if, and he built this church, so you got to let somebody know about this church that you want them to join. Here's another example. Um, uh, if, you, if you hear an announcement, like last week the uh, Vatican issued a statement reiterating the teaching on same-sex marriage, that it could not bless a civil union. 
And how did you feel about that? I mean, what was your visceral reaction to that news? Did you find yourself saying, "Ah, there there goes the church again, condemning people? You know, if you because if you have that response to what the church is saying, you want to locate that. Be aware that that's where you're located now. Right. The question is, you know, do you want to be known as a Catholic or do you want to be a Catholic? Right. Jesus determines the meaning of your life, not you. And the more that you come in communion with that, the better your life is going to be. But people fight it all the time. Now, I got this part of my life. Jesus, stay out. You know, my marriage, I got this. I got, you know, my sex life. Compartmentalized. My work. I got my work covered. I don't need you, Lord, Ned, but I need you in this. You can't do that. I would say, try and find out, really, look into what the church teaches and find out why they teach these things. And you'll find it's well worth it. I mean, look, you you know, your soul depends on it, you know, really, but you got to work at it and really look into it. Right, Deacon? I honestly believe that the teachings do contain the love of Christ. Yes. They're there. They're not easy to, 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 to accept or follow, but there's love in them, not resentment and hatred and ignorance. There's, this is, it is his desire to call everyone to himself, and that is why we have these teachings. Listen, our hope and prayer, and we talked about this a while, Frank, is that people will locate themselves in relation to the church, see where right. they are. And all of us, all of us have to do that and still allow Jesus to come to us and to follow him to the healing and saving power of the cross and on into eternal life with God. That's our prayer, Frank. It's right. It's work. It's not easy. It's not easy. It takes work. All right. Listen, I like talking to you about this, even though you're kind of rough on me with that. Uh, that One more time you said dogma. I was going to start to break out into tears, but I'm glad, I'm glad we talked about this. I love you a lot. Uh, folks, just don't forget to like us or follow us. And uh, send us an email, anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll see you next time. God bless, Deacon. Thanks.